This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let me ask all three of you guys this. Do you guys uh, always get off on one night stands? And do your partners usually have climaxes? Multiple. Whoa. I, I, I'd say and the partners, maybe uh, it depends. Um, I've not had a one night stand except with um, three prostitutes in Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. <laughs> I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. This episode is brought to you by Promescent, a topical lidocaine penis spray. It's basically a numbing spray for your dick that makes you last longer in bed. Something that you could use, Cam. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) It's also wonderful because it doesn't transfer to your partner. That is wonderful. I, I think this, if you want to improve your stamina, if you want to extend that intimacy, go to promescent.com, type in promo code MOM, you'll get 15% off your order. And it's very safe. My favorite part. Kama Sutra was the first to make intimacy and foreplay products in 1969. I think I've been using them since then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, they're really good. They have a massage candle. They have oils that are phenomenal this very sophisticated classy company and the best part you get a promo code mom that is not the best part the best part is that it's a company run by a mom and her sons that does warm the cockles of my heart this was a brief little discussion we had with one of the sons working with your mom like give me an example of subjects that you guys discuss um right now a big thing is the adjustable head on our vibrators (laughs) so it's talking we're talking about getting the right angle um I totally agree. That is a very important quality that a vibrator needs. That you need to discuss with your mother? And you should discuss it with your mother. Exactly. She's going to be able to help you more than you're going to be able to figure that one out on your own. Go to Kamasutra.com and get 20% off your order by entering promo code MOM. That's a deal. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic. And mime. I like that you could make yourself laugh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. All right. All right. This, this podcast is all about talking about the things you're not supposed to talk about with your parents, which means we talk about sex. We talk about drugs. We talk about Tijuana hookers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. In this episode, we have two of my very close friends, Doug and Scott, come on the show and they are absolutely hysterical. Scott is a character. Doug prods him like no one I've ever met before. It's almost like he takes on a motherly instinct. It, it's perfect. It's a perfect dynamic. I couldn't have been happier to have these guys on the show. And the stories that we got from them, especially, I mean, mainly about Scott's life. Yeah, yeah. this guy joined the... He, he entered religious life. Yeah. And needless to say, he left religious life. And he was the least likely person to enter the Friars Club or whatever it's called. Great, great. The ministry. Then he talks about how he, his tactic in picking up women, which I've observed firsthand, which is... Ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. 
And then we talk about uh, his one night stand, aka. Well, you don't want to no. give it away. All right. No, it's ridiculously funny. This guy is very, very smart. We have a listener question that was a perfect. Uh, it will be a perfect segue into this uh, this episode. I'll read it because my mother tried to read it before and it came out like gobbledygook. <laughs> okay, so this is this is from Michael. Um, thank you very much for for emailing us, Michael. He says, "What do you guys think of Tinder? I get matches on there, though the women don't seem to be interested in meeting up." I do keep convos funny a bit back and forth, or I'll just keep convos short with them, though it goes flat when I throw in an offer to actually ask them out. Two women did want to meet up with me, though the pic I I had given them was an old one, and he said it was when he was in shape. Maybe I will get back in shape again, but recently I put up a recent picture and got less women. I, I rate myself average. What should I do? That is a tough question there, Michael. Michael... We got to get you in shape. Or Michael, you could just listen to this episode because my mom tackles that question head on. I do. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions for us, email us at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 323-472-4237. This will all be in the show notes of this episode. And you could also leave a rating and review on iTunes because those reviews may give us the best exposure. It's super helpful for you to leave a rating interview on the iTunes store. It's also super helpful if you leave money for us at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. That will all be in the show notes. What Patreon is, it's, it's a, like a Kickstarter program, a membership program, where you can actually help us um, and at the same time get access to messaging back and forth from us directly. So it's, a, it's confidential, by the way. So it's a real good way to get some free coaching. That's a lovely little thing, Mother. Anyway... Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Stay tuned. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the Friars Club members. Doug and Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Very excited to have two of my best friends on the show today. This is going to be wild. Oh, it's really an honor, and thank you so much for letting us come on the show. And I'm thrilled to be here with my with my good friend, uh, Scott. <laughs> yep. These are aliases Thanks, for Doug. all of our listeners, so don't go try and fucking Google and Facebook all this shit. <laughs> so, Look for any Doug and Scott on your wall, and they'll know who it is. Can, can we, uh, can you, just in a few words, can we describe each of our, our current uh, s- sexual statuses? right now what the hell does that mean your current sexual are we, status you know are, they, are you sexually active you mean or sexually inactive is that what you're asking that could be an interesting yeah yeah that's we'll start there oh all right um <laughs> i can start yeah. doug if you don't mind uh cam if you scott, don't mind go right ahead scott all right um well i was sexually active i'm a uh straight uh heterosexual man but anyways um i was sexually active up until about four weeks ago when I broke up with uh, my girlfriend and um, I did that because I it was repugnant to think that a woman could actually be attracted to me and like me. Wait, it, what, I, it was the? so repulsive that I had to break up with her. Jesus okay. Christ. <laughs> so um, deep into this already. In the deep end already. Oh yeah. We're, Wait a second. Hold on. So, you broke up with her because you're repugnant? I couldn't Fathom the idea of someone actually liking me, a woman, woman-wise. Oh, oh. 
It's very sad. That's it's very, sad, it's very sad, but it just it is what it is. Um, so um, currently I'm sexually <laughs> inactive unless you include... Glossing over that one. Unless you include um, Rosie Palms and, uh, you know... What is the oh. hell does that mean? Rosie Palms? You guys don't know what Rosie you Palms is. You don't know what Rosie Palms is? Yeah, masturbation? What yeah, is that? It's masturbation, yeah. <laughs> How do you guys not know how Rosie Palms is? You mean like red that. palms because you're like tugging at your dick so much? Is well, no, they talk about like Rosie Palms. You know, like, uh, what are you doing tonight? I'm hanging out with Rosie Palms. It means I'm going to whack off all night. She, you're doing a lot of jerking off. So, yes, I'm doing a fair amount of masturbation. Are yes. you, but are you, you're currently living with your family right now, correct? Are you by yourself? Are you with your roommate? Who, where are you living? What's the situation? <laughs> Scott currently lives in um, <clears throat> the great state of Michigan. Um, and he lives with um, mom and dad because he was uh, recently kicked out of the uh, of Roman Catholic Seminary. For uh, a multiplicity okay. of reasons. What? This is correct. What? Yeah. Wait, That's hold right. the phone. Okay, first of all, Scott, how old are you? Ugh. If it's Scott a- just turned 32 years old. Okay. And yes, I do like to refer to myself in the third person. <laughs> uh, Scott, what was this that you were in the Roman something or other? What was that? Well, I was in... Um, I was in the Dominican order, so it's a religious order within the Roman Catholic Church. I'm sure perhaps... You've heard of the Franciscans, the Jesuits, the Benedictines. Oh, oh okay. So, so I was in, in one of these. A, he's a very spiritual religious man. Was, oh. was. But now I'm pretty much the demon of wrath. What, what, but, so, um, how many years were you, were you in the friar? Probably a total of almost five. Five you years. Live, you live in a specific, like, it, is it a yeah, like church living residence? In yeah, you live in a convent with a bunch of other guys. Oh my God! Do you have to take a vow of uh, the poverty, chastity? poverty, chastity, and obedience? You're like a monk. You're basically just like a monk, correct? You, and you chose this path, or this is something your parents got you involved with? Well, I grew up fairly religious, but I chose the path because I thought it was the right path. But yeah, you're, you're wearing, wearing a cross. Yeah, he's wearing a cross on his neck right now. So you still well, are for sp- cultural reasons? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Okay. For cultural <laughs> okay, so wait, wait. So you, you're in the fryer. What led you out of it? I was um, forced out of it. Oh. Expelled. <laughs> you... I don't mean to laugh. How do you get expelled from that? I mean, like these Scientology people, they have to like, they have to like kill their mother to get out of those things. How, how is it that you are stuck in? Well, he's the... not a Scientologist, brother. Yeah, I but it... I mean, most of these things, well, they don't kick you out. I mean, I don't want to go into details, but the um, the system is very corrupt. The Roman Catholic Church is very corrupt. It's actually a, quite a disgusting, um, I'll say, organization. And um, I was kicked out for legit reasons, um, for dating, which is what? Not, not allowed. I did. This, this is why you were kicked out. You were dating. Yeah. Was, I didn't know that. Was yeah. dating, and they uh, they also said I was, uh, you know, susceptible to getting very angry most of the time and rebelling against the, the quote, system. Because I knew— You're I, a rebel. I knew, it's, I knew its faults, and I exposed them, and then they— had me go because of it. But when you were, when you were in there uh, in the seminary, you would yearn for women, and you you would go after some women and try and date them. Well, yes, right? and it would often and they basically be very successful. And they basically caught you doing that. How did they catch you doing that, Mom? Are they, you still with us? I'm still with you. They did not. Me? They did not catch me. I mean, red-handed doing it. Um, my I had two of my what I would call best friends in religious life uh, betray me. 
So, so basically, what happened? Is <laughs> Wait, other, are they other... all guys in this uh, in the residence that you lived in? Yes. So basically, what happened was he had this this tug of war, this duality between God and women. Really, I mean, it was right. <laughs> oh, I mean, Doug, very deep. No, seriously. Well, God, atheism, and women. Yes. Because if he's taking the vow of chastity, the vow of celibacy, he can't be with women in the seminary. And yet, while he was a, a friar, he was pursuing women. Well, and that, was those cool. are odds with each other. Were you, well, at least it's better than what the, you always hear about the – I don't even want to go yeah. there about the Catholic priest yeah. pursuing little boys. So at least he's yeah, pursuing you're not, women. Are you, you're not into, are you into little boys, Scott? No, I, I'm sorry. Um, no, Doug. Um, thank, <laughs> thankfully. Um, you know, um, I'm not a pedo. Good. Um, it's very good. You know, I don't like um, butt blasting eight year old boys of the ass. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. So, uh, what about nine year olds? He goes before the show. He goes, "Is cursing allowed?" I guess it's allowed. So, so you know, nine year olds. Nine year olds are still a little young. You know. You know. Uh, I just um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Okay, Scott. So you're in the fr- you're in this you're in the religious life, and you're thinking to yourself, I I you, you just have these impulses to go fuck women. Oh yeah. Were you of a vir- wait? Were you a virgin before you went into the religious life? Uh, negative. <laughs> so that's a lot to to give up. Oh hell yeah, it's a lot to give up. So didn't you have a lot of concerns going into the religious life, saying, hey, you know, this might not work out? Did you have any inkling that this yes, was going to be a game, bre- a game quote, breaker? Normal people that I knew that had entered or were still in religious life said that they struggled with the same issues. Uh, so I see. guess it was kind of if you're attracted to women. You, you know, you're you're normal. Did, it's a was, normal thing. Was part of your rationale for joining the Friars, um, I can't get any women anyway, so I'm going to take a vow of celibacy so I don't have to worry about it? That, I, yes, that was part of it. I and part of we it. we talked about before you entered. So for, for our listeners, Scott, we, we, Scott, we met, we, met for, we had an incredible weekend around my birthday. Four years ago. One of the best weekends of your life. He so. still talks about it uh, every week. Yes, in L.A. Right, yeah. Los four, Angeles. More than yeah. four years ago, yeah. Then we we don't hear anything from you for four years. No, that's not true. Not for four years. Uh, for about two years. We said we, two years. We hear nothing. Two years, radio silence. Radio silence. Right. And during this time, you're going through a whole religious experience. Yes, kind of. Yes. Well, what are you? What, what's keeping you in the in the in the in the system if you were not enjoying it? I mean, let's just cut basically right to the chase. It was basically, you know, it's an easy way of life. You know, it's like I'll get academic degrees. Sure. I go in, I, I enter it, and it's like, you know what? The only thing I have to give up really is women, but I can sort of cheat around that. And it basically just gives me a job in this really shitty economy. So um, It's very safe. So it's safe. It's safe. And it's Ooh. peaceful. It's a, it's a very – I did it for utilitarian reasons basically. So basically because you, you didn't want to work. I I I did want to work. Yes. No, so it but, was, but it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily a devotion to God per se because I've known you for 13 years. And, and in all and in all 13 years you've always expressed extreme ambivalence around uh the belief in the hypothetical God, quote unquote, is what you co- So so when when you were joining it wasn't like unequivocal commitment to God. It was more like, okay, this is this is a route I can take for the next However, however many years, and it, it will be a somewhat easy route for me to take. It'll be an easy route, right? Route for me to take. I have, I have a question about the friars, though. Yes. Would, when you were like hanging out with your brethren in the robes or whatever, uh, would 
Would uh, would you guys like talk about masturbation and sex and pe- people? There's got to be cum like pent up like in all these people, right? I mean, they're very they must be very sexually frustrated, and and also. And I'm assuming porn is not allowed. No, but uh, oh, it's not allowed. But I looked at it all the time. And, <laughs> but also, do friars fuck other friars? Yes, you have- yes, that happens on. Uh, oh, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Multiple times. That's interesting. Yes. There are a lot of gay friars. Did you, did anyone... A lot of gay friars. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Did... But... <laughs> of course not. Do, 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 were you ever advanced on? No, I was never touched by one of them, or I probably would have. Um, none of them, like, you know, tried to physically touch Wait, me. Were, so... were you hit on? Yes, yeah, so I had been hit really? on. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. And, and to did... be honest with you, it was kind of. Um, Kind of flattering, actually. <laughs> oh, he's so adorable. Uh, <laughs> he's adorable. So is the ultimate goal of uh, being in the fire to become a, a priest yourself? Right. A priest or a or a brother. So a brother is a one that never... Like an aide to a priest. Um, okay. Kind of. Yeah, kind of like a, in the olden days, it'd be like a priest bitch, pretty much. Like you'd shine his shoes, clean his room. A priest blah, bitch? Blah, blah. And that was your, was your, that your goal is to be a priest bitch? Yeah, because I didn't want to be a priest because I didn't want to have to go up and uh, go in front of the congregation and give, you know, sermons or whatever they call them about, Just you know, imagine God, those sermons. How God is great, you know, and God loves everyone despite how shitty the world is. I mean, I can't do that. And you're, not, I can't even, do you're that. not even believing in God at this point, right? Are you agnostic. I believe in a, I believe in a prime mover. Prime, okay. A what? A prime what mover mother. A prime, a prime <laughs> mover. Yeah. Yes, I believe in the God of Aristotle as the philosopher... Anthony Aristotle, no, but yes. you go back and forth between atheism and believing God constantly. You always say the hi- when you see a hot woman on the subway when, just now, you said when, God no, doesn't exist. You just said that like fifteen well, Doug, minutes you know, ago. You sometimes know, sometimes I say it for rhetorical reasons, <laughs> Doug. But um, okay, there is an issue that you have a lot of anger and uh, you have a lot, low self esteem and all that kind of stuff. So, do you do you, is that something that you're actively working on helping yourself with? I uh, I was actually um, for a couple months after um, leaving the or being actually expelled <laughs> from the religious order. But um, I really just think that going to see someone and talk about these things is rubbish. It really doesn't do anything. Okay then. All right. All right. <laughs> well, moving right along. So let's move on. Okay. So I did have a few <laughs> questions here. <laughs> So we solved everything. Just yeah, to clarify, just, everything's good to go. So I'm going to give up on that. Thank road. God. Thank God. Pun road. intended. We did this podcast. Oh my God, Scott's like ailment free now. Look at him. He's got this glow. He's, we're done. We're done. Scott's incorrigible, so it's never going to happen. Okay, can we talk about this, Mother? You're you're the queen of the self esteem thing. Yeah. What, yeah. What's going on here? Scott is thinking he he broke up with his last girlfriend because she expressed interest in him. And he's yeah. doing the whole Woody Allen thing or the Groucho Marx thing, which is I can't be part of a club that exactly. accepts me, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you say so, to that? I say that that we need to work on Scott's self-esteem because no woman – you wouldn't want a woman that didn't have any confidence in herself, right? So no Probably woman's going to want a guy that doesn't have confidence in himself. Wait, hold on. Mom, you think the reason that he needs to work on his self-esteem is to attract women? That's the no, sole I'm reason? How about the fact that he needs over... to live a free life where he he's, loves himself? What the fuck? He's, he skipped over the I need to improve myself before I can even think of myself with another woman. That's what I'm trying to say. So he has to go through that first. He's got to improve himself, at least feel confident in himself before he can go out and find anybody else. 
What do you make? What do you make of that? Yeah, I, I would generally agree with that. Yeah. So you have to decide what you want. If you're happy and you're where you are, then you're, you know, that that's fine. Hey, but you, if, if you want to make some changes, then you got to actively seek to do that. Do you think that you broke up with this last girl? I mean, is that really the reason why you broke up? Because you found that she was interested in you? Or is it because you just got bored or you, you just lost attraction and enthusiasm for the relationship? Cutting to the quick there, Cam. Mm, I would say I, I, I just didn't. I just grew complacent. Like it was fun the first like two or three times going out with her and doing that, all that. But then it just became like just habitual. And I just thought, eh, this is, I'd rather be, you know, watching TV or something. So, so I'd be it, again, kissing her and I'd be thinking I, I'd love to go home and just watch Seinfeld or something. <laughs> okay. All right, so so it, it's a little bit of a lot of different things, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Huh. I mean, because I All think right. that's a normal way to end a, a a relationship. You just lose interest. That happens. Yeah, that happens. So it really wasn't a hundred percent, or any even. It doesn't even sound like it really was the fact that she was still into you, or maybe it was just that you felt like she was into you, and you felt like you are then obligated to be with her and you didn't really want to be with her so you decided that well if she's into me something must be wrong with her correct i, I think for me i've had this this feeling as well where I, I i if i lose interest in the other person then everything that that person is doing is, is annoying is, is kind of annoying and i'm like oh god why do you even like me do you, you don't even understand you don't even know me what are you in this for you know like i, I can go south like that real yeah i don't know if it's too. really a it's partially a self-esteem thing but I, I don't know i mean i don't think i'm i don't have extremely low self-esteem i have a tremendous competence in my intelligence it's pretty low okay <laughs> but good I, and I, you're pretty funny too we have to suss out here because the listeners don't know you you are hysterical that in in a lot of your humor is self-deprecation so we got to suss out, you know, is this, is this really the – is it a joke or is it a real – is yeah. really what's going on Yeah, I mean this is, this is a man, Scott, who has told me that when he goes to the barber to get a haircut, he won't wear glasses so he doesn't have to look at himself in the mirror while he's getting a haircut. Well, <laughs> actually, I wear contacts, so I take out my contacts. Right, yes. he takes no out his contacts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. I do. And, I, we, like and we, were, we were having a party at uh, Cam's place in L.A. four years ago, and you had to posi- maneuver and position yourself around the room so you wouldn't be facing any mirrors, so you couldn't look at yourself. And you were getting real paranoid during the – during the party, and you're like, "Oh God, there's a mirror over there. Oh God, there's a mirror over there." And you had to move, you had to move the mirrors and move yourself so you would never face a mirror and look at yourself. I mean, that's that's some pretty um, poor uh, self-esteem with regards to your image. We should, you know, we should uh, address. Oh, oh yeah, but- there's been times like I've been walking at the mall, and I, I mean, I'll turn around and for a brief moment I'll see my reflection in the mirror, and it'll be like, "Ugh, who is that?" Ugh, and then it's like, "Oh shit, it's me." <laughs> Oh shit! It's me. Did you always feel this way? Or no, this no. Like something... I, honestly, I really didn't. Um, I think oh, it so started what happening. Age did you start feeling like you can't look in the mirror any longer because you think you're so hideous? Twenty, nineteen, <laughs> twenty. You saw the transition. Oh, oh, I saw it. In Eighteen, this... pumped up like all Italian, pumped up like hey, coming into like University of Michigan. Very cocky, making out with uh, Cuban Italian girls at <laughs> Touchdown Cafe in Ann Arbor. No longer called that. <laughs> And but like, like and I would come, I would come home because obviously Scott and I have known each other from our colleges, and I would come home from class, and he would literally be tanning outside the the dorm room uh, on on a tanning bed, 
outside with just his gold oh, okay. chain. Okay, so on. what happened? What the hell happened? And then it went They're... from that to twenty one, where we'd be in my room smoking weed in my dorm, and he would just be obs- looking in my mirror, obsessed. Well, my hairline, my hairline, my hairline. What's wrong? <laughs> do am I losing my hair? Am I losing my hair? Am I losing? So something. But you haven't lost your hair. You have hair. No, I know I do. I just like um, I just was paranoid that uh that like at twenty one. It would um that it would recede, which you know some most males go through some hairline recession where it goes back. But thankfully, I come from a good family line where I, I most likely will not go bald. Now, if I, I was say, going you, bald, you know, I, I would. Have I could see to you. I could see you right now, and you are not a bad-looking guy. I do not know why you, this, this is like looking in the mirror hideous. I've seen way worse that have a lot hotter girls. Cute dimples. You have cute dimples. No, everyone actually. My, I do have confidence in my smile. I have some showcase photos, by the way. Uh, can we talk about the showcase that, what, situation? Yeah, what are the showcase photos exactly? What? We're at a bar. We're last time you were visiting. We went to a bar. You said that girl's really cute. I I was surprised at my own confidence. I went up and started talking to them. Brought them to the table, and then you go. The first thing you say to this girl is, "Check out my showcase photo." Oh, the showcase photo's out of this what? world, man. What, what is, is a showcase photo? What well, is actually, a showcase that, photo? That was different. Well, one. Did you do headsets? What are they? What is he talking about? Well, one was this, was my grandfather. Yeah, um, th- that was the first thing that you showed this girl. When this he was, was 20, when my grandfather was in the Korean War in 1952. A, a, a random girl at the bar, he goes, this is a picture of my grandfather. In so basically, it's like, it's like, my, my, here's, here's the thought process. It's... Um, she probably doesn't think I'm very good looking, but perhaps I thought like on deep evolutionary psychological reasons, I thought, OK, maybe she thinks like in his genes, there's good looks. So I thought, OK, show her the grandfather, show her how hot the grandfather was. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, this guy was a this guy was a, just a, oh a chick God. magnet. I've heard a million of the opening lines. I've never heard something like this. Check out and these I'm, jeans. I it was basically, these, it's, it's basically my evolutionary way of saying, like, you know, a peacock, whatever, does the thing with its feathers. <laughs> it's it's my way of saying, look at my jeans. I may not be the best, but look at the gene pool. I, you know, so it's basically like you may not want to fuck me, but you might want to fuck my grandpa. And look at these jeans. <laughs> no, 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 but it's like, but it's like parts of my grandpa's face like are in my face. So like, you'll get some of it. And what's the other? It may not be the real McCoy. What's the it's other? Poor man's what's the version? other showcase photo? The other poor showcase man's version photo. of his grandfather. The showcase photo is um. Yes. Okay. So actually, it's changed. The showcase okay, but photo. Okay. What's the concept? Was this on your phone, or did you ha- carry phone, hard phone, copies phone. of these iPhone pictures? Four. So iPhone I, four. I went to a wedding. Um, it was my cousin's wedding. Very nice wedding, actually, a couple months ago. Um, and I took a picture where I'm smiling, and I mean, I actually thought, wow. That kid's actually pretty good looking in that oh, picture. That's good. That's I, I'd good. say like maybe a solid six point five or seven out of ten. That's good. So that's I thought good. like that's substantially above average, actually, I would say. So it's basically like he was online dating in real life. Because <laughs> you, you find a good picture yourself and which you would put on Tinder or Hinge or something like that. And it's, instead of putting it on that, you find a girl at the bar and you go, Look at this, and you show the girl Check the out picture. My showcase photo. While you're literally looking at the girl. So it's like you're meeting someone, and it's like, hey, whoa, whoa, hold on. Look at this. Hey, look at this picture. So here, here's the logic. It's based- Wait, what, what, what are the responses that you get when you show them these showcase pictures? I witnessed it. This girl was well, floored. She's like, why is he showing me, A, a photo of his grandpa, and then, B, a photo of himself? And that showcase photo was several years ago. That was You, that like, was, you were 18. 
that showcase photo was an 18. Oh, that I looked great in that picture. Jesus Christ. I mean, that, that Can you was imagine awesome. meeting a girl at the bar I, and she I, was like, this is a picture of me at 18. Look at this. I'd be like, what, what's going on here? Okay, but I have one now that was from two months ago that I will use as my showcase. No, 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 no. You we're get going rid of the out, showcase. We're get, not go, We're going out tonight. You're not giving anyone the showcase. Get photo. rid of the they showcase. They can see you. This is what it is. It, they don't need a photo. They don't need to see you in a different se- setting. This is it. What why you see you is what you better? get. Why would most people look better in real life than they do in pictures. But but he, here's my here's the thing about the showcase photo, and I'd like to just go over it one more time. It's <laughs> that photoshopped. What, did yes, you photoshop um, it or something? Doug is quite irritated right now. Um, unfortunately, you can't see his face. Um, he's often very irritable. He's very temperamental New Yorker. Um, uh, <laughs> but anyways, the concept is like, if you don't think I look good right now, check this showcase photo out from two months ago. So it's kind of like, the, it's sort of analogous to like this. So it's like, I'm driving, I don't know, a Chevrolet Camaro. It's filthy right now. The bumper's all beat up. But look at it two months ago when I bought it new in the showcase room. So, That's so, right. so you're saying you could get back to that look? Yeah, exactly. This is exactly. one of the dumbest right. theories so you could also I've just, ever heard. Can I, Scott, are you expecting to go home with this person that night? No. So you're just saying maybe on a future date I might look like this photo 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I, look, wait, 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 uh, listen. Ago. I think the, I, I get I get the logic of the showcase photo. Like I, I I can actually understand why understand why you would do that. But if you're you just got to think of this practically, like in a pragmatic way. And if you're at a bar and let's you're you're talking to someone and you just instead of just being yourself and talking to someone, you whip out a photo of the new car version of yourself, don't you think that'd be a little jarring for whoever's talking to you? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. you're quite, you're quite correct. Scott, you're quite is correct, this Doug. potentially a defense mechanism? Mm, to, to, so you don't need to face rejection? Yes, but I also... Uh, okay, on, on another note here, I gotta tell you something. I think Scott's onto something. What? I Are do. you fucking kidding what, me, Mom? Okay, no. yeah, every... Because you're competing against a lot of... Guys that have a lot of confidence and they probably maybe even equal to the same looks as you are even better, right? But you come up with this kind of a funny, quirky thing to do, and some girls like funny, quirky guys. Do you know? I actually think it's quite funny. So I'm I, not, I thought so, I, if, if it's I'm a, not so horrified by this whole idea. I it, think it actually has you know a potential what? for making you stand out from the crowd. I actually I I, I can, call it playing in Darwin's playground. <laughs> So you, you it, when you're in Darwin's playground, let's put it that way. When you're in Darwin's playground, you must use every resource. All right. If can, I'm at a bar and you start talking to me about Darwin's playground, I'm going to think you're going to murder me. I don't know why <laughs> this guy's a serial killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a serial killer. Okay. So, like, like, I actually had these questions written down, and one of them was, what goes through your mind when looking at a Tinder picture? Like, how do you decide are, are you which on one's Tinder? quite fun? I'm assuming you're on dating services like that. No? No uh, tenders? Catholic match. Yes, Catholic match, even though I am nominally a Catholic. And um, this is this got you into a little trouble. You went on Catholic match? Yes, because he's a friar. Oh right, I forgot. Expelled about that. friar. This guy Oh actually little... I was on OK Cupid during that. Oh, not not okay. Catholic match. Okay. Well so 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 you are on some that you put your picture on and you have to swipe and she has and then all that kind of stuff, right? So how do you decide like which ones to swipe on and which ones not to? 
You want me just to cut to the chase? Yeah, what goes through your mind? Okay, um... This is going to be very superficial, but, um... Actually, I don't mind if they have a, a little curves. Or, you know, if they... I, <laughs> if they're attractive. I mean, if, if I find them attractive, it's all relative. No, but I what, find yeah, them attractive. That's what I'm saying. So, so someone might find you attractive in the same way, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I've gotten likes. But and all Scott, that. Scott has a. He, I, I would choose to spend. If I were a woman, I would want to spend time with Scott because of his sense of humor, his yeah. intellect. I don't. I mean. Uh, that doesn't come through necessarily in OKCupid. No. OK You're a really funny guy, clearly. And you just had this woman who basically told him that she was in love with him after wow. a month. On their fifth date, she took him to a wedding before they had ever hooked up, before they had ever kissed. She was head over heels. So she really she got to know you, and she literally fell in love with you. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and you, know, you obviously did not feel the same way back. Or were you just getting a little too intimate and you have a fear of intimacy and all that kind of stuff and wanted to get out of that? No, I don't think it was quite that. I think it was just the uh, I wasn't I wasn't I, I, really attracted to her any longer. Well, by the way, didn't you have a nickname for your penis? Uh, maybe when Is I was this... like eight years old. What, what was it again? I forget. It was a uh, little penis Mario. <laughs> So if any, if any of you are familiar with uh, the Super Nintendo game, Super Mario World, very, very popular early 90s, uh, Super Nintendo is going to release a bunch of games in the fall or winter, so you can see it. So basically, Maybe Mario... Super Nintendo to sponsor this podcast, you this know episode. What? Let me just wait. So basically, like, um, you can't fly, like, when you get the little feather that comes down to fly, or, um, unless Mario's, you know, big, which I used to think... Unless Mario's got a boner, basically, it looks like. But, like, if you get hit by one of the enemy people or whatever, like, it shrinks Mario down. And I used to always think that that's what a little dong looked like when, uh, when it's, you know. A little penis Mario. little penis looks like when it's, um, when it's <laughs> flaccid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Um, so let me ask all three of you guys this. Do you guys uh, always get off on one-night stands? Like, do you all have climaxes and one-night stands? And do your partners usually have climaxes? Multiple. On both Ooh. accounts. Whoa. So, I, I, I'd say on the partners, maybe uh, it depends. Um, I've not had a one-night stand except with um, three prostitutes in Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. And um, I had to um, – I don't think that I got them off. Um, and I had to um, – Did you attempt? I, I mean I attempted, but they – you know, they're kind of quick sessions, you know. It's like, you know, 10, 15 minutes and you hear a knock at the door like, you know, it's that there now. You know, are you finished? And it's like, okay, it's hard to work under that pressure, you know, when there's a time limit. So pretty much I kind of had half a boner the whole time. Um didn't actually ever finish with either of the, Wait, you the trio. You didn't um, finish with any of them. No, I had I had to self stim- stimulate. <laughs> and then the rosy palm thing. I, I had to rosy palm with them. Uh, when the third one, there were like five minutes left, and I was just like, you know, fuck this. I'm just gonna, uh, we're done. Just like stand over me. And let me look at you, and then I'll just finish. Stand over me. 
I, is there okay? I, I I just couldn't I just couldn't do it. There was too much pressure. The the knock at the door. It's like that. Jesus <laughs> Oh my God. You know, I don't know that many people who have gone to prostitutes before. Could I have no idea? Okay, this, this is a great ignominity for me, by the way. What does that mean? <laughs> it's just embarrassing for me. It's dishonorable it's... to say that I have had to do that. But um, well, at least you're honest. I was honest, yeah, I... and I was with um, my good friend Doug here. Now, Doug did not. Doug, Doug did not do it. Was in the house of prostitution? No, he was not. He was not. He Who... was not. He was being a. Uh, he was. You want to explain your role in this? Uh, yeah, why don't you explain your role in it? Security guard? What were you kind doing? Of. Yeah. Sort of was protecting yeah, I know. I, I mean, we were we were in uh, San Diego, and I realized we were close to uh, Tijuana, and I realized that prostitution was legal in Tijuana, and I said, why don't we go to Tijuana for the night and see what happens? He, yeah, I, I felt that Scott had a lot of sexual energy that he needed to release. <laughs> and, was uh, this during he, the, 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 the tenure of the the monks? No, 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 no. This was like five five years ago, pre pre uh, friars, and so we went down to Tijuana, and it's the stupid. I mean, looking back, and I I tell people, and they're like, "You are the dumbest people alive. You could have easily gotten kidnapped. We're sticking out like sore thumbs, like literally two feet above every other like small Mexican around us, and we're walking around. And you know, it's interesting. You go to you know, we get in a cab and we go to a brothel, like a high-end brothel, and it's like a strip club, except you know you don't. What they 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 come over to you and they sit on your lap and they said, "Do you want to get out of here?" And instead of getting a lap dance, you have sex with them. And so I I basically got to experience the whole thing, but I didn't have sex with any prostitutes. And then vicariously through vicariously, Scott. yeah, yeah. And then Scott ended up ended up having sexual relations with three separate prostitutes in the same night. And I, I you hope know, you I hope you use condoms and that experience. Yes, I did, and I had, um, um, let's see, how many, Doug, how many HIV tests did I do after that? <laughs> a lot of anxiety. A lot of, I know, I don't oh, have any diseases or anything. Attacks. Oh, I had panic attacks, and I had to take Xanax for, for months afterwards because of this, but. <laughs> did you feel bad about the yeah. whole sex worker thing? Did you like, did you yes, I did. I feel, I, I, let, let me just, let me just say it now, I do feel that um, uh, prostitute, you know, women having to. Do that to pay for things and all that. It uh, it objectifies women. And it, I think it's disgusting. Yeah, but well, hold on. At dur- that night, was it enjoyable for you? Yes, it's it, it's enjoyable when you're getting aroused and all that stuff. But I felt bad for the women that had to be subjected to that. It's well, an interesting uh, perspective that yeah. someone who's gone to prostitution feels bad. You, Doug, do you carry different uh, ideologies about this? About prostitution? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think. The majority of prostitutes. I don't want to say anything too controversial. I, I think the. I think I'm. I'm pretty anti-prostitution, and I think the majority of prostitutes. There's like sex rings and sex slaves all over the world, and most of there's a ton of sexual slavery and oppression that just comes with the territory with prostitution in and of itself. Um, that being said, if it's legal in a certain area like Tijuana or Amsterdam. I think, and and if a woman is willingly doing that because she enjoys being a sex worker, I don't I don't morally look down upon that decision if 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 no one is forcing anyone to do anything. Yeah, yeah, but so then that's that's how I view it. And but but also super I, controversial. And, and yeah, I'm it's anti. And I also there's a reason I didn't have sex with any prostitutes because I I don't want to have sex with any prostitutes. I just I I am opposed to myself paying for sex for whatever reason it's, mm. i'm just like yeah it's just one of those like innate qualities of mine like i you know i have to 
I have to kiss my kids with these lips when I have kids. I don't know. It's um, I, I did not. You do not kiss any body part of the prostitute. You're not allowed to. Just so. But oh, you, I thought, you're you, not I thought you said to. you tried to get one off. I did, but that was with um, a, a different member of, or appendage. A different appendage? <laughs> not my tongue. Oh, okay. I, I, I get where you're going here. You, you use your fingers. I think it would be. I'm I'm constantly using. I'm constantly thinking. I'm so anxious and depressed all the time that I'm constantly thinking about the past and the future. And isn't that what they say? You're never present if you're depressed and anxious all the time. And so, because I'm so anxious, I always, I usually think about the ramifications of what I'm doing, short term and long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I'm when I'm in a brothel per se, I'm like, okay. Well, if I have sex with a prostitute, that's going to follow me around. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not demeaning you in any way, but I'm going to have to tell my spouse one day because there's no way I'm keeping that from my spouse. So either that goes, dies with me in the grave or I tell my, my wife or spouse someday, hey, look, I had sex with a prostitute when I was, when I was 24 yeah, four yeah, or yeah. 5 or whatever. Right? I would like to – for all of our listeners, I know this is a super controversial topic, and I, I'm still very confused in the whole thing, so that's why I like to hear people's opinions. But if you're interested in this idea of sex work, is it right, should it be legal, should not, I highly recommend you listen to our, our podcast episode where we interview two sex workers – Mom a mother, and daughter. Mother and daughter. Mom yeah. and daughter, both hookers. Wow. Yeah. Did they and enjoy they the work? Loved it. See? Yeah. Said it was yeah. very fulfilling, meaningful it's a, work. It's a complicated issue. Very complicated. So, I mean, so, Scott, you, I, it's, it's hard to know where these women, did they feel the same way? Did they, I, I, it's very hard to know that. But, I mean, your experience. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what? So, can we move to. You want to move on? Sure. Along, along those move lines. Move on.org. The. the the, the whole idea of being with someone then is you guys are into one night stands or you're not. Apparently, we we just heard that Cam is not. But what I'm about anti. fuck buddies? What about fuck buddies? Anti. Oh, go ahead, Doug. Uh, uh, I, I think that you have to define. I think that each relationship is different, and I'm okay with, as long as the two people are generally on the same page with defining the relationship, whatever that may be. And that includes fuck buddies. Scotty? Um, well, I'll, I'm into one night stands, and I'm also into fuck buddies or friends uh, friends with with benefits. Yeah, you've never had a one night stand. No How do you know stitched. you're into it? You've never had a one night stand. Well, I had a one night stand with a prostitute. And you is, said you hated it. I did say I hate it. But so I said I like the idea of it. Also, a very different thing to have very a one-night stand thing. than very to pay different. for sex. But, let's, but you definitely want to have the experience of a one-night stand. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. Let's make it happen tonight. KP, do you have oh. any advice tonight? We're going out tonight to a club. He wants to have okay, a one-night stand. Humans will be I, on Mars in the next year before that I happens. literally would, would kill <laughs> to be a fly on the wall with you guys in a, in a club tonight. That would be, like, hilarious the three to me of to us see walking up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen I think, tonight. Okay, I think there has to be some FaceTiming going on with me. No, mother. We're not hilarious. FaceTiming you from the fucking club. Who knows? You might All have right. a showcase photo That's up. no way to talk to your mother. She wants to FaceTime me when I'm going to a club. I'm not going to FaceTime her. Who said you? It's worse than I'm the showcase photo. I'm FaceTime Scott and Doug. All right. Okay? Well, hold on. KP. You any, can FaceTime You any, can FaceTime me. That's fine. Any advice for Scott tonight? He really wants to have a one-night stand. Is there any concrete advice that you have for him? Oh, you got to bring your, your A game. Like, you, you have to be like, this is this is the night even you got to fake it till you make it type of thing. You got to fake confidence. Oh, okay? this is this is sociopath 101 night 
basically. Now, is what I'm not you're talking. To, I'm not talking about cocky, obnoxious. You know, and that kind of thing. how about lies about like what you do for a living and all that? No, concept. nothing like that. Yeah, who gives a shit though? You're not going to see him the next day. Let, let, don't bring up lies. Don't do anything like that. Just try to try to be uh, pay as much attention to her and and be as uh, make her feel special. And I don't mean like sitting there telling her how gorgeous she is or whatever, because who nobody wants to hear that crap. But like, look in her eyes. Pay attention to her body language. Um, give her good, good, you know, smiling attention. Ask her good questions that have to do like more like more than just like, you know, what do you do for a living? Do, ha- ask her what she's passionate about, uh, you know, things that are going to make her think, whoa, she, he, this guy is is looking at me more than just an object. So so you're not in the realm of there are some guys who are like, you know, just be a dick and they'll like you. You're not. Part, that, you're nagging, not... that nagging shit. No, I'm very anti nagging. Because there's this, and... there's this whole Black Mirror episode where I'm John. Very aware of it. You know the episode? No, I'm very aware of nagging and peacocking. Oh, well, there's this episode <laughs> basically where John Hamm is this virtual reality ladies man and he. And he, it's a very good episode. It's called White Christmas. And he ha- we should have Black Mirror or Netflix sponsor this episode. Uh, <laughs> watch you're, watch you're Black Mirror. Uh, but jo- John Hamm, he's basically, you know, it's in the future. And, he, and he's, he's, these guys have earpieces in. So he's leading nerds through clubs and telling them what to say and doing background research on girls oh, wow. while they're talking oh, to people. Say oh no more. I will be watching Black Mirror episodes. It's, no, Christmas it's an episode. incredible episode. And, and, and John so, Hamm. So he's very good looking. And so in the episode... <laughs> His whole thing is talk to talk to her friend, ignore her, talk to her oh, friend. Oh wow! And so he starts talking to her friend, and that gets the girl more interested. Ignore her, yeah. talk to well, her friend. I, I'm, I just I'm not a big game player, and I think that she doesn't go after the hottest girl in the club. It goes after the one that maybe is not. Maybe yeah, she's I, not. The I hottest totally girl. agree with that. And also back to the fake it till you make it thing. I am totally on board with that because I find that even even last week when I was at a bar, if you get in your own head. And you start getting self-conscious and you, like, freeze up. Obviously, it's not going to go well. And, but if you just fake it, which is literally what I do a lot of the time in many aspects of my life. I fake it. Right. I told it, you the it, other day. Career fake. and everything. Oh, yeah. Yes. It works out in many – not all the time, but in many occasions. If you just fake it, it works out very well. Can I, can I pose a counter, counter thought? Of course. He's going out for a one-night stand and you tell him he's got he's to gotta really look into her eyes – be curious about who she is deep down. So, don't you think inherently that is a bit? Aren't those opposing thoughts? Like, oh, get to know her really well and just see where the night goes. Versus, I want to get laid, so I'm going to go do this, make this. Well, approach. we don't know. We don't know that it won't turn into more than a one night stand. But, but basically, what I'm do you see? Do you see? Yeah, the I mean, he might. He might yeah, I, I thought about that when I was giving him that advice. But I truly believe that he, if he does end up. The, the consequence might be that they will be, have a relationship. But, you you know, I guess going in as, with a one-night stand, wh- why would you want to just have a one-night stand? Well, he's only here for a little bit. He's, he's in town visiting. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, I was long distance for four years. You never know what could happen. Thank I actually like, I like this long distance thing. So, so the key is to, to <laughs> talk to women. That's No, one. the key is to listen. Right. Oh, look at that, KP dropping some wisdom. But a pro, you, there's got to be. There has to is, be a little bit of talking yeah, at the it, least. The, my point is, is that you, there's well, needs to be some kind of initiation. There's got to be some kind of initiation. That's what. That's my point. And oftentimes, I mean, there's no initiation. There's well, zero. the initiation could be him showing his showcase photos. I actually, I think it's pretty Thank funny. Thank you. It's pretty funny. Thank you. This, this has been a very good. Uh, 
Good discussion group, guys. Very good discussion. Any other yeah. comments that you guys feel pressing that you need to get out? I know Scott does. Yeah, I Scott mean, does have something. Um, oh, boy. It's Let very it hard out. to like, it out, Scott. talk about. Uh, not really hard to talk about this, but why can't we just cut off all this contrived stuff where, you know, hi, maybe just like what's your name, what you do for a living, but not this, you know, uh, flirting. Why, why can't it just be like, do you want to have sex with me, yes or no? You know, and just like just cut right to the chase, either on a dating app. I know there's like these adult friend finders, but it, there's all spam on it and all this kind of stuff. But why can't you just go to the bar and it's like, um, do you think I'm attractive? Yes or no? Do you want to go home later and possibly have sex? Yes or no? It's a valid I wish question. there could be something just like that easy. Have it you shouldn't tried be that I'm hard. I'm sure people do that. Have you tried that? Oh, no. I'd be way too, way too terrified to do that. But what then, about, but then that, you, that might you be why it doesn't why don't you work. Try it could it work. Later on, why don't you try it at like 2 in the morning? Mom, do you think that that would oh, work? Oh, yeah. I know, but I don't want to also be in a hospital. The bar, in, no, no, no. The, bars, the bars start filtering the out, and people get more desperate, and, and they want to go home with you. you want to go home dude, with me? I was, in an, I was in a lift the other day. I had an hour-long <laughs> lift ride in Nevada, and the guy, t- I was like, and the guy keeps telling me, dude, if all my years living on this earth, I've never been hit on more than my than the past six months of Lyft driver. When I'm bringing home women and they don't and like drunk women and they don't, they're not going home with someone, I've been invited in to more houses than I can count just because they want to have sex with someone. I told you what happened to me in the lift the other day. I was what? coming to meet you late at night, and this drunk girl. It was a lift line. She she is getting out of the car, hugs me, and then kisses my neck. You love that shit. Not no, not, not not exactly. Oh, I would love that shit. But my so. point is, my point is, the bars filter out, and people want to go home with someone. And so I agree with KP. Two a.m., three a.m. Like, why not? Hey, you well, wanna... I, I you got to stay away from going home with drunk drunk girls, though. That could get yourself in a lot of trouble. Yeah, but if they're semi sober and it's late at night, you might get lucky. Yeah, same level, same level. Our final question: We end with all of our interviews. Have you guys been walked in on by a parent, or have you walked in on them? Why do I feel Scott's going to have an unbelievable story with this one? I just just see it coming. No, I ha- I've not actually. Never. No. And uh, apparently I walked in on my mom, but uh, I don't remember and dad. this whatsoever. And dad. How old were you? Seven. I, I have no idea. No Seven. recollection of this. No, you were probably in high school. You were in high school. Don't high remember this. High school? Don't remember he was it. in high school. Dude, Doesn't have you remember talked it. about this in therapy? You this repressed, could be a big you repressed thing. You repressed it. I don't you remember. You got to get it out there. Dude, I can't remember well, anything from high school. This Are you might kidding be affecting me? your sexual life. We need to psychoanalysis. You need psychoanalysis? <laughs> and, and by the way, I'm an advocate of psychoanalysis over this cognitive behavioral therapy rubbish that they use now. It's, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. And then, no, thank you guys very much for coming in. I yeah, really appreciate you opening awesome. up with us. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for, uh, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.